Rebound. 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 Hello, Brooklyn. This is the Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, episode 99. And... And we are here. It's not. It's not ninety nine. It's not the nineties anymore. When is it, Padre? What what time is it? Oh, you mean what time in like in the world it is? Like yeah. what time? What time is a flat circle thing? Uh, it's a. Uh, it's two thousand seventeen. I want to say, Padnam. It's yeah. we're up there. We're getting up there. It's the future. I want to sh- send a R.I.P. to Prince. You know, with a uh, party like it's nineteen ninety nine. He died last year. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, although. Although we haven't talked since last year, how is how's 2017 treating you? Uh, 2017 is treating me all right so far. I mean, today as we as we uh, live and breathe, as we record this, is probably going to be maybe the best day yet in in the, in the early new year because uh, you know I'm sure we'll be talking all about it. But big uh, big event tonight in Brooklyn for me to attend and you as well. I don't think it's a big night for me at all. I think it's just business as usual for me. Well, let me turn it back on you. Uh, right. You know, what, what, was, what have you been doing so far in the new year? What's your big thing? Well, my big thing is uh, I went to a nutritionist. That was cool. I uh, went there yesterday. That was a big, big thing. They um, said perfect health. You're doing everything great. Keep eating yep. all those donuts and everything. Yeah, uh, I haven't touched any donuts uh, just because I haven't been to don- Donut Planet, which is right next to... Uh, Barclay Center. I might hit that up on the. Uh, donut plants, not planet. Planet is that what you said? No, you're right. It's plant. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I said planet. Um, and I have not seen my wife uh, since New Year's Day. Really? Uh, why is yes, that? What? She, where's Pa Jen? Uh, pa Jen and uh, Bob Dog are upset at the in-laws. Uh, Bob Dog had a, a vet appointment, and I haven't seen my dog since mm. before Christmas. So. Or Bob Dog, he must be missing his father. Oh man, he's um, he, well, we don't. I mean, it's very controversial. We don't talk about father and mother because you know when you when you have a baby, that's a real thing, right? So we say humans, you know, kind of like Matt Besser says, humans uh, on Improv for Humans. Uh, when you because you don't, you're not saying that because when you have a baby, it's a real. What do you mean? Like uh, your mom doesn't. Your mom calls you son, right? If your mom had a dog and called you son. What does that value you as, right? Oh, okay, I get it. Right? But I feel like a lot of people these days value their dogs above their children, honestly. Well, they also – no, I get that. Um, people are dog people, not not like people people sometimes. Or not human they, people, yeah. Human people. Uh, but another thing is like you can't compare having a dog to a child. It's not possible. And for any person, even if it's a lady, uh, Padre, who says that, I will call her out on that because I know she loves dogs. So. Yeah, don't worry, I don't, but I'm I'm putting my foot down so far, not getting it. I did see a, a dog post stuff. on Instagram, uh, a pug. What's up with that? You guys getting it? That's no, that's uh, so, that's her uh, her new nephew, I guess. If, <laughs> I'm keeping it off calling him like. Well, nephew, kids, nephew but, is okay because you don't value nephew sometimes. Yeah, that's um um what's the damn thing's name? That's uh, I can't believe it, like, oh that's uh, why am I blanking on the dog's name? It's well, her brother and his wife got a pug. Puppy, it's very cute. Yeah, I was Snapchatting it a bit, so yeah, it's well, cool. I, I don't know why I've, I blanked on the name, but that's okay. It's a dog. Not um, cool like a Robert dog, you know. Well, I want to give you a heads up and call you out on this right now because uh, your mic sounds like a dog is like eating it. So I don't know if you're 
playing it with it right oh, now or not. That's right. Sorry. I, I might have been bumping that. You bumping My that? fault. Is it better now? Oh, it, it sounds magnificent now. Better All now. Right. So what with Jen real quick with, with your wife? What? Why has she been gone? Oh, she, you said she's out of town, but she's not. Uh, I thought you were going to say she fled the country in, <laughs> in advance of uh, the inauguration happening. But. She has mentioned going to Canada several times, you know, how we got family and the T-Dot. Um, oh, right. Uh, I mean, I told her if she does that, it's going to be a long-distance marriage, and I'm keeping the dog because he can't, he can't travel across the border. Uh, you got to get a permit or something like he that. He doesn't have he doesn't have a puppy passport. No, he doesn't have a <laughs> he doesn't have a puppy passport, or he doesn't have. Uh, we don't even have his birth paper, so his birth certificate. So we don't we don't know what time. Ooh, it's Obama situation. Yeah, yeah, we don't have the short form or the long form. Uh, speaking of which, I got to renew my license. I'm currently expired, so that's a new thing for 2017 for me. I cannot drive. Uh, another reason why I didn't go Uh-oh. up. Um, I don't know if you want to document yourself, you know, if you're off the books right now. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, my passport and my social security isn't expired. That never expires. But to the state of Connecticut and the, the whole nation of the U.S., uh, I cannot drive right now. Well, you shouldn't get a Connecticut one anyway. You're, you're a New York boy now. Get a New York one. Oh, no, no, no. I am. I'm getting a New York one. I went there to Barclays Center Atlantic Avenue where the terminal is uh, for all the sh- uh, stores and then the DMVs there. Mm-hmm. I... I went there and I wanted to um, just basically die because the line was ridiculous. You had to get a ticket number. You had to wait like it looked like you were waiting for um, you know and before a concert, but it was miserable, mm. right? Like you're waiting yeah. to get inside the concert, but it was really miserable. There's no drinks being served, and you don't get to see a concert. And it's not like getting a ticket at a deli or something, or where you're gonna get some good food after that. Yeah, it's you're nothing not getting. Right, and you just you can't even smile, or you just show up to a photo. Maybe you can smile. I don't know. Um, but yeah, let's get to it. Speaking, of, we just went to the talked about Barclays Center Atlantic. We're gonna yeah, be there tonight. Making me smile right now. Yeah, it's uh, what I just found out about tonight. Oh uh, well, I mean, let's go back. Obviously, we we're gonna talk about tonight. But the last time you were at okay. Barclays Center with me, uh, you weren't smiling. Um, and Jared Jack had his grunge, uh, his revenge match against the Cavs, and the Nets had picked up a W. So do you think that's going to repeat history? That was the last time they played, too. That's right. I don't know if that's the last time I was at Barclays. It may well have been. It may well have been. Well, not the last time you were at Barclays, but with me, at least. So. With you, but I don't know if it was in general, because I haven't been there yet this year. This has been my first game tonight. Mm-hmm. Cavs-Nets tonight, of course, we're talking about. I don't think it's... Uh, I certainly don't think it's going to happen. Um, and uh main reason for that is, and why I'm smiling now is, I've been nervous all week since I knew I had tickets that because Love and Kyrie hadn't been playing the past few games. Right, right. And um, the Cavs' last game, they lost to the Bulls with um, their starting lineup had DeAndre Liggins in it, uh, Jake, uh, nah, nah, um, uh, McCray, Jordan McRae, and uh, Channing Fry, who could start for some teams maybe, but uh, and then LeBron had the flu as well, so they ended up losing. But um, apparently, Love and Kyrie are suiting up to play tonight. Love has got over his food poisoning or whatever, and Kyrie's hamstring, I guess, is feeling good enough to play. So uh, I think uh, it should be a route, and, and how the Nets have been playing recently. I think you're going to talk about it, with, uh, especially in the absence of uh, Lynn. They have not been looking hot, so um, right. I think it's going to be a, the route will be on tonight. I'll be very surprised if my, my boys don't get this one done. Right. Um, I think, uh, I think that's, that's all accurate. There's too many things going against the Nets. Uh, them being terrible, um, the Lynn situation, uh, not, and then also uh, the fact that they played last night 
um, on a Thursday night, so a back-to-back. All right, they did. Who they right. lost to the Pacers, was it? They lost to the Pacers uh, by 11. I think uh, they were competitive for the most part. Pacers aren't that good of a team this year. Um, mm. And I think um, I think with all those things considered, uh, you know, obviously with, I think the reason why these players are coming tonight or playing is simply because probably the NBA put the hammer down on them. They're being in New York. They want to, you know. Yeah, I mean, they like to play in New York, so yeah. Yeah, Barclays Center is a very uh, magical place for other teams to show up. Well, yeah. Yeah, the Barclays Center, (laughs) the legendary floor of Barclays, the mecca of basketball. It it definitely is uh, the mecca uh, of at least the Brooklyn Nets. I think there will be a revenge grunge match for two players tonight if they get some burn. Uh, A. Bennett, uh, Anthony Bennett, and Randy Foy. Uh, they're looking to get some. Uh, they're going to be the only reasons that I think if the Nets were able to play some some good uh, basketball, um, they'll show up. But uh, other than that, the Nets have been terrible, as I mentioned. Uh, they've been, they've lost uh, four of their last five. They did get a W, a birthday gift for me. Uh, Ani Namnas, right? I just uh, yep. saw that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and they ble- they beat Kemba Walker, one of my favorite players. So. You know, uh, it definitely was kind of fitting. I was not there. I was in Kentucky. Uh, I wish I could have been there for my birthday. Uh, Is it, are you happy when they beat one of your favorite players? Oh, of course. I mean, you always root for your team over your favorite player, right? Like, I know you root for them, but but does that make you even more happy for some reason? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it makes me more happy. I think it definitely makes a win's a win, especially with this season being oh, yeah. the Nets. Um, but like if Kemba Walker, when they go to the Eastern conference, uh, playoffs, uh, not the finals, the playoffs, I'm saying, um, probably not the finals now, but who knows? I mean, they, you, you never know a lot. Of well, how did they lose to the damn nuts? <laughs> how did they lose? Uh, yeah. What happened in the game? Uh, Randy Foy hit a desperation three to win the game buzzer beater, uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, so, uh, it was one of those situations where, it kind of just uh, everything kind of worked out for the Nets. They needed a high-scoring game. They can only they're sixth in offense in the NBA uh, points scored. So they don't play that def- they don't play defense that well. They don't have a shot blocker really. Lopez yeah. doesn't do anything. Trevor Booker doesn't play defense. Neither does anyone else for that matter. Um, so yeah, but we'll see if the Nets outshoot uh, the Cavs in three pointers uh, made. That's the only shot they have against uh, being competitive tonight. So. Yeah. So not if they not just out shooting them, but outscoring them, but from three, from beyond. Yeah, end. I think that's how you win a basketball game. You score more points. Uh, typically, you know, it could go either. Uh, it could go a different way. No, but what what is? It, uh, so your your recipe for a Nets big upset tonight is three ball. Who's their been their best uh, three point shooter this year? This season. Um, it, their best three point shooter. Uh, one of them was Justin Hamilton. Uh, he hasn't been doing as much recently. Sean Kilpatrick has been hitting some threes for them openly. And Joe Harris is probably their best one. And Bo John, Bobo, Joe Harris is another grunt uh, revenge match right there. He is uh, he was injured last night in the last two games. But he's been hitting buckets for three because he's been open. No one wants to guard him at all. Every so. every every name you just mentioned sounds like it could be like a, from a boy band in the late 90s or something. Hey, uh, they got to have something to do in their, uh, you know, free time when they're losing. Speaking of which, I want to just want to talk this real quick, then we're going to move around the NBA. Um, The Nets had a very frustrating players meeting or uh, locker room meeting. People were pointing. Losing, obviously, has an effect on you, and then you start, like, you know, start 
figure like looking at other players like why is he doing this why is he doing that but mm-hmm. i mean a lot of these players i think even next year or the year after uh they won't be there they're just one year you know they'll just there to fill the roster and uh until they get some security with these long-term players such as uh, uh um you know Ron- ronde howells jefferson chris mccullough's all them then and then, or they get a pick or a stray with Al or, or sign someone. It doesn't really matter. Brooke Lopez is going to be the only player, and Jeremy Lin's going to be the only player on the team moving forward. I think uh, for the future. So, um, but yeah, let's get into it. Uh, we already talked about the Cavs. Uh, well, we uh, so I think uh, if we're going, if we're branching out to other teams, past Nets, looking at the Nets' upcoming uh, schedule, yeah, their next few upcoming games. Right. Well, I think that could get us into talking about some of the big stars around the league because. They've got Cavs tonight, then they have the Sixers, then the Hawks after that. And Cavs and Hawks are two big teams in the news this week, even just from yesterday. But but with the Cavs, real quick though, with just to wrap up the game tonight, we'll, we'll both be there. Um, yeah, we're, let's recap like said, it right now. I mean, might as well, right? Yeah, let's recap. So. <laughs> it was a good time. No, no, but uh, but you you still have your uh, your season tickets, right? How many games have you been to this year? Um. So they've played, how many have they played already? Um, eight plus 26, 34. 34, yeah. Yeah, so I've been to, and there's only half of that, or maybe less than half for home games. They've been on right. the road a little bit more. So I think I've been to about uh, anywhere to six or seven of them, maybe oh, eight. That's pretty good. That's a yeah. lot, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, th- during the holidays, they have like a stretch of home games every year where it's like four or five from before Christmas all the way to four and then I'm never around so like missing around missing those games um really sucks but it's pretty good on the paycheck or on the ROI there so tourists come they want to see some yeah. some basketball so they show up for the Nets apparently I know it would probably be one of the hottest tickets but you're gonna go and you're not gonna give up your seat you want to be in the house for this one yeah uh well I didn't drop this bombshell on you um I think we should definitely meet up either before the game or at halftime do a little uh live little Brooklyn uh, recording, and maybe even post-game if you have time. Yeah, maybe um, we can drop that into this uh, episode. Even. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but um, dur- during the first quarter first quarter or second quarter, I might be gone, man. I might be uh, up in the uh, – down in the courtside seats uh, with the season ticket holder. You can have what? A, you can have an upgrade um, during certain times of the year, and you get a value of the upgrade. I think I have up to $1,000 in credit or something like that. So um, I can just go on my app, select those seats, and bada bing, bada boom, I'm seeing LeBron James sweat. So what? And feeling it maybe splashing, getting in the splash zone even if you're that close courtside. Yeah, I might have to bottle that and, and sell that on eBay. So Jay Z will probably be down there if he's in the country. Um, what? Uh, so well, how does this work? You get one seat, like you're going to be sitting by yourself. Or you're going to you're you and uh, some of the other people you have tickets with. Well, me and JT Baller, uh, aka Justin, uh, will be uh, selecting seats. Uh, he, he and I have season tickets, and then two of my uh, friends, or actually one of them, um, you'll meet either probably tonight. She was also in Cleveland with you. She's a diehard Cleveland from the land uh, Cavs fan, and she wanted to go. So I haven't met this person yet. You have not met this person. Oh, Clevelander. Se- yeah, I haven't seen her, Sarah. I haven't seen her in a little bit. So um, we're gonna catch up before the game. So uh, if you want to show up. And have this honorary land meeting uh, with uh, Sarah. 
Uh, all right. Nice. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we, we could discuss this type of thing off. No, you don't want to talk pod, about but, uh, all, our, all our logistics of uh, what we'll do. Uh, no, yeah, let's talk about only 15, <laughs> 20 more minutes, then we'll continue. No, but so Cavs tonight, yeah, so we both think Cavs will win. We'll both have a good time being there. Maybe we'll drop in some live pod from that event. But um, the Sixers after that, um, the Nets Sixers is kind of the uh, Eastern Conference bottom of the barrel, big matchup, right? Yeah, that's uh. If they were taking for uh, um, they can't because they swap picks for the Celtics, but it would be the lottery. Um, it would be the lottery for or the championship for the lottery, basically the finals for the lottery. So. Yeah, and there's competition from the West this year too, but um, for the you know, getting the most ping pong balls. But I, I do like what would the Sixers um, I uh. I I was watching uh, so two uh, yeah Tuesday night right now it's Friday Tuesday night I decided to sit down and watch a little NBA. Speaking of dropping stuff in, maybe I'll drop some of this in, or maybe I'll just do a little bonus release. But I sat down Tuesday. I watched there was like five six games on. I was flipping around watching them. Right. I started I started recording and doing a little live uh, commentary on some of the games. So maybe that's something that could be released if it if it's not too boring, which it, it may well be. But uh. But either way, uh, one of the games was Sixers um, yep. versus Wolves. That was a great game. I watched that too. Yeah, great game. Um, with the Sixers overall, I like Joel Embiid. I think he's been having a good year here, which is in basically his first real season. But in that game specifically, it was kind of a buzzer beater ending. Um, they threw it. They threw the ball in, tipped it to Robert Covington at the hoop, and with you know like a second on the clock, and he laid it in, and they and got the win. And he fell down, dude. He like launched yeah. for that. That was a pretty impressive uh, um, play. And then they had point two seconds, and you can't really do something with that. Um, I don't think anyone in the NBA has done anything with point less than point three, other than Derek Fisher. Um, yeah. So. But yeah, that was good. But uh, but in, with the with the Nets matchup, uh, who do you? Uh, it'll be in Brooklyn, right? So uh, all these next upcoming games are so. Should that Brooklyn get it done, or do you think it Embiid and the and the Sixers have the advantage here? Um, that would be a. Uh, it depends on you know injuries. If Lynn can show up, they need a point guard. They don't have a point guard. Uh, they've been forcing uh, rookie Isaiah Whiteheart Whitehead to play. Uh, point guard Randy Foy is a shooting guard. He plays off ball. Uh, Sean Kilpatrick. So if he shows up, if Lynn is ready by then, which there's no signs of him being ready, he pulled his hammy again after two games. Um, then, then uh, they have a shot uh, of winning convincingly. Other than that, I think it will be a toss up. It'll be fifty fifty. Right game. Yeah, I think it'd be a toss up either way. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, all right, and then the next game after that, Hawks at Nets. And the Hawks have really been the biggest team in the news uh, yesterday since yesterday. Yeah, but with go ahead. They're uh, and and getting tagging it into the Cavs, of course. They traded to their rival Cavs, Kyle Korver, the thirty-six-year-old uh, sharpshooter, uh, aka uh, Ashton Kutcher, look-alike a bit. Um, and uh, so Cavs are looking to be in real good shape with that trade. I would think he's going to have open threes to shoot. All day, he'll be a nice fill-in for J.R. Smith when J.R.'s out a couple more months, probably. And then in the playoffs, two open shooters, potentially, uh, um, or at least one to have on the court at any times, probably. Um, so, Corver, I think, has diminished in skill the past couple of years, or, you know, just is getting older, has gone down, but he, he could still make an open three ball. 
they got rid of Mike Dunleavy and they traded some other late first round pick uh, from 2019 or something. And Dunleavy hadn't been doing much anyway his first year on the team. But more important, so I think the you could say whether you think the Cavs are how good the shape the Cavs are in from this. But more interestingly, I would say are the Hawks completely blowing it up because there's rumors that they're going to trade Millsap now as well. Yeah, um, that's definitely um, a possibility just because, uh, well, blowing it up might not be uh, the factor because people are saying blowing it up, but they still have players that they traded for and they're building for the future. I think you know Dwight Howard hasn't been really a huge factor. Uh, he's kind of been working up, but they did sign him. Uh, I don't know how long his deal, but I think yeah, they signed him. A couple of years, I think. But... Right, right. They spent uh, a good amount. And then Dennis Schroeder, they have to sign for extension. They want to keep him. They traded uh, Jeff Teague away. Um, right. So, like, I think they're just getting in position, maybe looking for a free agent this offseason to play, get rid of Millstaff's contract, yeah. um, and that's it. Like, maybe this year they're calling it, uh, you know, they haven't been that well. They're calling it quits for this year. And then uh, if they show up in the playoffs, they play, they roll the dice. But uh, next year is probably what they're looking to do, kind of like they but did two, two years ago. I guess, I mean, with Corver, it's one thing. You know, he's a free agent next year anyway. And, he, and like we just, I just mentioned, he's old and, you know, he's, his best days are behind him, even though he's kind of the heart of the team. But um, right. so that's fine. That's one thing. But if you're talking about they're just going to look for a big name free agent next year, like, uh, why trade Millsap then or just try to re-sign him as your big free agent I mean you need more than that uh, to compete you know against the Cavs well, and anyone else not, well, not that there no, is something signed, out there do, but they signed uh, Millsap has a, a lot like on his left on his contract so I think okay so so um, what are they going to get trade him and then get some other free agent like who like what uh, well I'm looking at the free agent lists for 2017 these names don't look that good but I could I'm going to pick out one or two of them uh, Blake Griffin, he's not going to be signed to Atlanta. I don't think that's happening. Derek Rose, he's kind of, eh. uh, Jeff Green, not really worth it. Manu Ginobili probably retire. Um, the one that does look interesting is Serge Ibaka. Um, he's been doing some work for the Magic, and he plays defense really well. Uh, he's a good passer. Um, he played a huge part on, you know, the Thunder's run, um, you know, last year, and then also the one to the finals. Um, but like, but him and Millsap play essentially the same position. Well, Millsap... I mean, what, that's a downgrade. No, I don't think it is. Uh, Millsap kind of controls the ball a little bit more, right? Well, I guess they don't have the same role. They right. do play... They both play the four, I guess, which is the same position. I right. think... I assume that's what Ibaka's playing on the Magic. It's what he played on the Thunder, at least. I don't know. Right. But, um, but maybe they have a different role within the team, and maybe they could both be on the team, but... But they wouldn't be in this case anyway. So I, I just don't see how that's any type of upgrade or, or to keep the team. I mean, that's just going to keep you mired in kind of mediocrity, I would, I would think. Right. I mean, that's just one free agent. But maybe they'll look to acquire someone that has a big contract, kind of like they've shed Paul Mesa. But that's all speculation. I didn't think we were going to talk too much about the Hawks more than the, Well, I'm just interested right, in right, it because, right, right, because right. Uh, not just looking at one te- specific team for the, the sake of it, but – the larger picture, like, what can you do in the league these days um, when you have these super teams like the Cavs and Warriors? Um, it To be a, another team that's, like, a playoff team but not can't get past that, Right. maybe maybe you should just blow it up. Um, and uh, just tr- the 2017 draft is supposed to be one of the best in years. That's what people are saying. So right. 
Right. Maybe you're going to try to just build through the draft, and you're going to have to develop your own superstars. Right. No, you bring um, up an excellent way, point, no. Drew. And actually, that's um, without even talking about one team, like you said, um, Atlanta has done this already. They have been me- mediocrity, uh, late '90s, uh, early 2000s. Um, you know, and then also terrible with the Jason Terry, Sharifa. Right. They were just bad in those days. Right. Um, but they've been to like the you know, semifinals, semifinals, semifinals of the uh, Eastern Conference. And it's like you're hitting this this peak, right? You're hitting this wall, and you can't get over it, so you have to hit reset every now and then. Um, I think Toronto's that same team, even though they, they're a little convinced that they can beat the Cavs. I, I think they'll be nowhere well, near close of doing that. Um, here's the thing. I, I think at least uh, if you talk to Raptors fans, they're all saying, oh, well, we want to get, get Millsap now. That's like a piece that would help them out a lot and make them a lot more competitive. So if the Hawks are giving these guys away uh, or trading them off, I don't think that would put them over the edge to beat the Cavs in a seven-game series, but that would make it a, a better series probably, right, if they got Millsap now? Yeah, uh, you know what's funny? Um, <laughs> I'm predicting this, and I, and this is this might actually work out for both teams. Uh, Damari Carroll, uh, when the Hawks had that super year, they won 60 60 games, Carroll was a part of that team, right? Since Carroll's been signed off the free agency to Toronto, he's been crap, right? He hasn't been anything. He hasn't been a factor. DeRozan picked up his game. Lowry has been consistent. Uh, uh, Valachunas has been consistent. Um, so if you get rid of if you get rid of Carroll, which had matched the contract with uh, Millsap, and he plays, you know, he comes back on the team and plays a good part of like their defensive scheme. He's a really good defender. Maybe, maybe that works out for both teams. Who knows? Um, I think that would be a good trade for both teams, but I don't think Toronto will be pushed over the hill by Millsap coming. Um, You still got two ball. uh, uh, You know, I think he's a three B or maybe a four a kind of player. Your one and two is uh, uh, DeRozan and Lowry. Right. So, um, and uh, Valachunas has been double double and almost the same stats as Millsap. So, all right, yeah, I guess uh, that makes sense. Maybe he he wouldn't push them over. I, right. Not that I think he would, but I mean, I, I do think it would be exciting at least, make it a little more exciting in the Eastern Conference. But to kind of put all this talent into the, the two teams that are probably going to be competing. And uh, by the way, do you? St- I remember we made the preseason predictions, and I did predict that the Raptors would be it would be a rematch. Raptors, Cavs, Raptors would still be the second best team in the East. Right. I believe you were giving me a little pushback on that, or you you had different ideas, but. Have you, I don't remember now who you said would be, but have you changed your mind at all on that? I don't remember who I said, but right now... I'm, I'm I know gonna, you said someone different, not the Raptors. Right, I know. I was calling out the Raptors. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Hornets. Um, Hornets look good. Uh, they look like... Except they, that they lost to the Nets. That was I a mean, you know, like... Yeah, Cavs, you're going to have those games. The Cavs lost to the Nets. Right, right. Uh, I mean, maybe it was a Christmas hangover. Someone had a little bit... I could have... It well could have been. Or they're celebrating anonymous too much that day, and they're like, I oh, mean, we have to play a game now. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, wait, Kemba's Kemba, win- Kemba was probably really celebrating hard. Kemba was like, I'm so hyped for this game. You know, I must in Brooklyn, but my boy's not here. I'm oh, so up- he was upset. That's, yeah, why, yeah, that's probably yeah, what happened. Yeah, he he was too upset it. to really play well when you didn't show up to the game. And I had to watch it on replay because I was, you know, go, I was out and about for anonymous. Uh, so I had to watch it later that night. So I wasn't even live with, with uh, the whole situation. So um, you, you talked about Eastern Conference. Let's go in just really quick. Justin, Justice Winslow uh, out for the season. Miami looks very terrible. 
Um, Peter Dunn for yeah. Right. Uh, they're not going to go. They're going to go for a draft pick. Now, you. Uh, the other big news around the NBA is that all star votes came out. True. Uh, what we got there for a little update? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not official yet. You could still vote on this, but there was a bit of controversy because right now in the front court for the West, uh, Kevin Durant is number one voted by fans. Uh, and who would you? Uh, I mean, you know who it is, but it, not saying who you know that it is, but just like behind Kevin Durant, okay, number one. Who do you think should be like two, three, four coming up next? Who would you think? You know, um, that it should I, be, no, not I who it is. I haven't looked at it, so um, this is no, no. Of, I'm just saying who, who right. it should be. Yeah, who, right. who do you think it? Are you should talking be? about out of the West? Over, uh, West, over, out of the West. West. Uh, I wouldn't even think it would be Kevin Durant. Uh, honestly, I, I'm surprised by yeah. that. Um, I would think it's definitely Russell Westbrook. Um, um, no, I mean this is just the front court. Um, oh, we're just talking about front court, not guards. Overall? Yeah. Okay. Um, Front court, I would say uh, Boogie Cousins should definitely be in there. Um, he was a starter last year. Uh, I would say, I can't, man, I can't even think of any other front court. Cousins is sixth in voting. Oh, Cat, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. Seven, he's seven in um, And for the Well, way, there's one big one you're missing. Yeah, um, well, Tim Duncan's retired, so it can't be him. <laughs> yeah, not him. <laughs> no, uh, Anthony Davis is coming in at four somehow, and I, I would think he's think the number the Hornet, one almost. I always think of the Hornets as Pelicans as part of the Eastern Conference for some reason. I never... Those are two, well, two different teams. <laughs> no, no, they were formerly the Hornets, Nolan Hornets, and then they were... Right, right. Pelicans. Oh, okay, the Hornets slash Pelicans, right, yeah, I yeah, got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. The so, Pellies, yeah. But no, Zaza and Kawhi, Kawhi, my boy Kawhi Leonard is number three. Uh, rounding it out at five was Draymond Green. So on his own team, so the the, the one that everyone's up in arms about is right now Zaza Pachulia is getting voted number two. So he's even above his own teammate Draymond Green, who's obviously a better player. So this people are again uh, saying this fans shouldn't get to vote on this or have as much impact, I guess, because by by any account, Pachulia is nowhere near being an All Star. Well, they did change that. I don't know if you're aware. They did change that. 50% of the fan Mm -hmm. votes goes to it, and the other 50% is by media and uh, players. So for the starting lineup. Uh, yeah, for votes overall. Okay, but it's still 50%. Well, I mean, there's some controversy, right? So the it's the fans are the ones putting it. Well, no, no, I'm not. I'm not discrediting the controversy. Uh, Georgia, the country of Georgia, is all about. Um, Zaza Pachulia and trying to get this in and also people that think it's funny probably the Reddit NBA uh, community um, probably think it's hilarious so, so it's like a joke to have him above right, Draymond and, right. Stein I mean, and who, all these other people what other player would you nominate as a joke um, if you could think of like if we were to start a campaign well um, my boy Mirza Tuletovich I don't know um, <laughs> no I really want him and uh, I don't know is anyone from the Nets uh, <laughs> damn <laughs> uh, very true um, maybe Boban yeah well no I was thinking of Bo, uh, Boban like the monster um, Majerovich on Detroit right the one that was on the yeah I'd rather see, I'd rather see him o- over uh, Zaza yeah um, I would definitely like to see him I would like to vote for a non uh, in the NBA player that you could still do like uh, Shane Larkin <laughs> or a um, Andre- Andreas Bargnani, who are both former Nets. That would be funny because yeah, nah, I think they have to be active. But uh, yeah, so that's that's interesting. You uh, just recap. You said Kevin Durant. Now the starting five are top. Yeah. Vote Although honestly, honestly, they should let your aforementioned Tim Duncan. They should just let him play an All Star game, even though he's retired. Why not? 
Yeah, I mean, Magic Johnson. They're going to have to start Zaza. Came back halfway through, and he started uh, one time. So, um, yeah, gonna... here, here's uh, – so that was the front court. The guards right now in voting in the top five is Steph, Harden, Westbrook, Clay, Chris right. Paul. Right. Uh, in the east, the guards' top voting five are Kyrie, Dwayne Wade, DeMar DeRozan, Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose, and front court, LeBron, Greek Freak, K-Love, Joel Embiid, and Carmelo. Yeah, I'm. That's um, fan voting. Porzingis, Not as bad in the Porzingis East. Porzingis isn't in there. Porzingis is number seven on the list, so they have the top tens. But I just read out the top fives. Um. Yeah. The only one I'm confused about is Steph Curry not being uh in the top what top four. No, I, I said he's number one on the guards for the West. Steph. No, no. I mean overall, overall. I'm just talking about like overall of the whole Western Conference. Well, it's the what I'm looking at is broken down between front court and guards. So, gotcha. actually, the n- number wise though, Durant has more votes than than Steph. Wait, so Dur- West, Westbrook and Harden aren't above Curry? Uh, no. So, of just pure voting, the most votes ha- LeBron is the most, then Kyrie, then Durant, then Steph, okay. and then um, and then Harden. So that's the top five. Yeah. I think at the All-Star break, we can talk MVP. Um, I think that's a different debate, but All-Stars yeah. are always voted um, you know, based on popularity. I- I'm happy for Greek Freak. Yeah, he's he's so awesome. Having a great year, a breakout year, I yeah, guess you'd yeah. say. Uh, slept on All-Star, or fringe All-Star, probably chosen by the coaches and reserves. That's how it's, the reserves are chosen. Um, Nicholas Batum, he's been a monster, man. Um, he's been averaging like nine assists. Boards. Mm-hmm. He's been averaging similar stats without maybe a little less points than Greek Freak. Um, I'd be surprised if he gets in, but, yeah, that's interesting. Well, if the, if the Hornets make the top four or top three, I think he could definitely get in. Um, but, yeah, let's. Uh, I think that will end it for around the NBA. I want to re- bring back uh, my favorite segment and yours. Uh-oh. Um, it's time for Snap or Slap. Um, snap you, or Slap. Now, you know, this is how it works, Padre. Um We talk about a player or team or a topic. And one of us choose uh, snapping it as if we were to snap chat it, and we love it. Um, right, or, it's a good thing, yeah. Or I mean, people do snap terrible things too, uh, or slapping the shit out of it. So we just mentioned uh, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook recently is in the news. On Wednesday night, he had uh, gunned a ball uh, towards the ref. It looked like he was throwing a football, a la uh, Dak Prescott or uh, mm-hmm. A. Raj, and it hit him directly in the head. Are you snapping or slapping this move by Russell Westbrook to the ref? Uh, I'm snapping it in terms of that it's funny. I'm glad it happened. I, I chuckled at it, but I'm I'm officially giving it a slap slap because it's stupid. I mean, Westbrook had already even earlier in the week. Westbrook had been complaining, or he got thrown out of a game for or for two technicals, so the refs were already kind of against him, um, and he was complaining that refs are against him. Then in this game, he I you know. The guy's not, first of all, apparently you're supposed to bounce past the refs only, not chest pass or any other type of pass. Bounce it. And if you're going to throw it too much, a regular pass or a non-bounce, make sure the guy's looking. He didn't really seem to say anything like, hey, or, and the guy was clearly, the ref is not looking even in his direction. So it's not surprising that the ball bounced off his head. And then he's, uh, instead of like going over to try to apologize, he's just kind of, he, each you know tries to play it off as an accident and are like oh you should have caught you know I, I think um he does have issues with the refs right now maybe they had been treating him unfairly but doing something like this is, is going the opposite direction of of helping your case out you know what i mean so 
I hear you. It's I hear stupid. you. I hear you. But I'm gonna I'm gonna snap the hell out of this. I think uh, I think this was a lovely lovely move by Russell Westbrook to get his attention to the ref um, for some calls. He hit it right on the button, hit him right in the head. You mentioned bouncing uh, the ball. He had traffic in his way. He had a whole team in his way. He can thread the needle every now and then. But you know, throw. You saw Kevin Love throw those long passes to LeBron yeah. James. Everyone loves loves that stuff. Those air ball or those lateral throws all the way through. Uh, or not lateral. Uh, deep yard hail mary throws. Um, I'm using really incorrect uh, football terms here because I haven't been. It, it's it guess could be a hail mary. I mean, but but uh, no. So here, here's the thing though. That's during when the game's being played. This is during a timeout or, or or you know the game was not live. If Westbrook really did want to like give the refs a piece of the ball, you know, do something. He should have at least done it during game time and, like, turn it over by just passing it errantly right. into the ref's head. Right. I mean, that would be even more yeah, no, no harder thing, to play off. Another but. thing was his reaction. It was it was, it was, was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry, covering his face. No, I didn't mean to do that. Don't don't get me kicked out. He's reacting like Grayson Allen after he yeah. tripped someone, doing right. something wrong. Uh, really getting upset at himself uh, over the situation. But see, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think you said he, his face was like, "I'm so sorry." I don't think it was like that at all. It was like that. It was more like, "Oh, come on! You, right. Why didn't you catch right. that? Why didn't you look? Right, right. No, oh, why upset. is this happening yeah, yeah. to me?" You know, like a Grayson Allen thing. Yeah. No, no, not remorse. Not remorse, right, but right, upset. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, right. Okay, uh, you want to give me the next uh, snapper chat uh, slap? Sorry. Yeah, I will. I'll give you one here. Going back to my Cavs and. Uh, Rajon Rondo right now not playing um, for the Bulls. He's not hurt. There just seems to be a disagreement. Hoiberg is not putting him in the lineup. He seems to be essentially on a timeout for the last couple games, uh, leading to trade speculation. And what do you think about Rondo somehow ending up on the Cleveland Cavaliers? Snap or slap? Um, I think uh, this is definitely a slap. Um, the reason being is Rondo has had this uh, around the NBA uh, about his attitude. He got into it with, uh, you know, Doc Rivers back in Boston. Um, you know, he was similar to, uh, you know, he, he was coached. Luckily, he had veterans. He had uh, Ray Allen, uh, Garnett telling him, you know, not doing that. But then it came down to Ray Allen back in the day versus Rondo. They, they uh, Ray Allen's like, I'm out of here. Rondo has been notorious in the Mavericks uh, locker room. Rick Carlisle's a good coach. I don't think Hoiberg's a good coach. But I think the Cavs acquiring him would not be good um, based on the fact that they already have enough guards right now and Kyrie Irving. Um, who's your backup point guard again? Well, right now it's like uh, Kay Felder's playing the point of at the rookie. In terms of talent, yes, I understand. But in terms of locker room, I'm going to slap it. Uh, I would agree with probably with that slap for that reason. Although it, it, it'd be interesting to see if it happens, but I won't. I won't go further on that because I want you to tee up. Uh, I only have time right now, unfortunately, for one more of these uh, pod knobs. So why don't you tee up a good one for me here on Snapper okay. Slap? This one is a good one. Uh, I've had some chats with my friends, uh, the Farber brothers. One's a diehard Celtics fan. Uh, we just mentioned Rondo, Boston Celtics fan, cheering for Gordon Hayward. Uh, during warm-ups and apparently during a little bit stretch of the game um, and making Jay Crowder, their starting uh, small forward, who's a free agent, very sad and upset. He came out and said, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. Uh, it's kind of messed up. shouldn't share for other opposing players. Do we snap or slap these Celtics fans? Yeah, yeah. So not, 
not just sad, he was straight up mad. Well, before I give my answer, is is uh, our boy Farber, was he with the fans on this? Would he be in the stands cheering for Um, I could even read you a direct quote, but I don't have my text message in front of me, but it was something around the lines of, he said it, he snapped it. He said it was okay. Fans can cheer for the other players. And for a diehard Celtics fan, I'm going to make sure he listens to this one too. To say that, I think it's messed up. He, uh, he mentioned, oh, they did it for Kevin Durant. And right. then, you know, the Knicks did it for LeBron James, but Knicks are fair weather fans. MSG, there's a lot of Cavs fans in there. Boston's on the run. They have their own community. There's not like a lot of other fans right. showing up for, especially for Utah Jazz. Like, they don't travel at all, right? Uh, jazz fans. So I think it's messed up. Crowler's right. Uh, no way that anyone should uh, cheer for another player, even if it's like Michael Jordan coming back and um, showing up for a game. Part of the whole crowd experience and rooting for your home team is to make the other players upset, make them miss shots, get under their skin, messed up Boston, which is why I have been anti going to the Celtics games since my last anonymous <laughs> two years ago. So, uh, yes, so I will give it an official slap as well, Padnam. They've did it also for Boogie Cousins. I know they cheered for, and um, yeah. I, Look, it's it's just not necessary. What I guess what is it to show like ownership or something or the front office? Oh, these are the guys we want in here. Crowder's upset because it's his, you know that's his position. I guess that the the fans want to replace with a star player. I guess, but um, I don't. I won't snap how Crowder was handling it on Twitter and everything. He probably sh- you know should have um, not gotten as upset as he did at least publicly, but. Either way, uh, I do slap the fans for this, and uh, I don't know if I'll slap uh, which one. Uh, uh, not Justin, uh, um, Josh. Uh, Josh. Josh Farber is the Celtics fan, so I don't know if I would slap him in person. I probably won't get into it, but I will reprimand him and the Celtics fans. Don't be in the crowd uh, cheering for opposing players. Uh, you said Jordan. I, it is one thing, like hey, if uh, like last year, if Tim Duncan was rolling through, or I guess Kobe, whatever. And you want to give them a polite, a polite little applause for their career. That's one thing. Fine. Don't be cheering for players that you want on your team. Cheer for your team while they're, while you, they're on your team. Um, if you want to, like, some fans boo players from their team because they're upset with them for some reason. That's a whole different story. But, all right, that's one thing. But, you know, cheering for the opposing player when they're matched up on your team, yeah, it, it's no good. I, I, don't, uh, I don't care for it. Don't condone it. And uh, no, that's a slab. Yeah, I think it's I think it's messed up. And to our uh, Brooklyn Rebound Nation uh, or International uh, United Nation, tweet at J Farb Five. Let him know how messed up it is, um, because he uh, he's irrationally thinking right now that it's okay. It's not okay uh, when Nets fans uh, they never cheer for opposing players because there's not that many Nets fans in the building. Uh, they'll be casual be getting those chairs in tonight. That's for sure. I'm sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's catch up tonight, Padre. I know you're pumped for tonight. I'm pumped mm-hmm. for tonight just because I'll, I haven't gone courtside. I don't think ever. Um, I've been close to it. I've been like behind the basket and stuff, but not courtside, courtside. Yeah, that'll be dope. How about work after this? And who knows if we do get a little live potting in at all? Maybe we'll we'll pop it in right now at the end of this episode. For sure. So you think you're going to party like it's 1999 tonight? What, is there like really some Prince theme going on tonight? Why do you keep bringing this up? Um, I just, I've been listening to Prince today. Is that, is that okay? Oh, okay. 
No, I just I just thought now hey, what George is there? Michael? Is there like a Nets game theme that it's Prince Night or something? I'm just asking. Well, I mean, if you're going to reference uh, people that died and also 90s players, you know, I'm going to have faith. I got to have faith uh, for tonight <laughs> uh, to make sure that the, these these uh, Nets take it to the Cavs. At least competitive game. That's all I want. Uh, I think the best Prince for you would be Let's Go Crazy because it will be crazy if the Nets somehow win tonight. Yeah. Well, um, game. <laughs> game blouses, bitches. <laughs> That's right. That's what we'll be saying. What I'll be saying uh, probably some... in the start of the third quarter. <laughs> all right, Padre, make sure you have some pancakes before the game, all right? No doubt. All right. All right, peace, peace out, talk to you later. Good day, Brooklyn. Peace out. I gotta have fun.